The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. now 7 30 and i'll call to order the city council regular meeting for today monday june 27th and i would ask our interim clerk to do a roll call please roll call madam garrett mayor garrett here mayor Fulton cancer here thank you very much i invite everyone um that's in the audience to say the pledge of allegiance Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I would like to make a addition to the uh, agenda, which will be under presentations, which will be B. John Rudd. Root. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'd also like to make a motion to add items G, H, and I respectively. The <laughs> uh, contract for uh, approval of the contract for the city administrator, uh, city administrator, item H, um, approval of Michigan Homeowner Assistance Fund, and uh, item I, uh, Southwood Public Schools. Did you watch schools? What did you? Did you get that for G city administrator? H is going to be the home Michigan homeowners assistance fund. Wait, 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 wait. Can you can you make G Michigan homeowners? Because we already we talked about that earlier. Oh, right, we have to prove it. No, okay. I wrote it. Yeah. And then I was going to be Huh? Is there any other additions to or um, any additions, removals of the agenda? If not, I would take a motion to uh, approve the agenda. Motion to approve. It's been moved and seconded for the approval of the agenda. I will um, ask for a roll call, please. That motion is inclusive of those additions? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Motion to approve with the additions of G, H, and I. Do I have to read it out to you? Oh, yeah. And 5B for John Root. It's the movement second. Now, can we have roll call, please? Roll call Mayor uh, Pro Tem Cantor. Yeah. Councilmember Jennings. Yes. Councilmember Kinez. Yes. Councilmember Miller. Yes. Mayor Garrett. Yes. Motion carries. Thank you. Um, and now we have the presentations from the Royal Commission for Oakland County. And it's just basically giving um, us an opportunity to talk to a representative from the Royal um, Commission. And um, there you go. <laughs> Good evening, Mayor and, and Council members. My name is Alex Rosensky. I'm the traffic engineer with Traffic and Safety Department with the Road Commission for Open County. Um, with me is also Danielle Duneau. She's the director of our Traffic and Safety Department. 
Um, we've received some questions via email from, from you, Mayor Garrett, regarding kind of what the road commission does in, in, in Lathrop Village. Um, we maintain jurisdiction over two roads in Lathrop Village, which is Southfield Road and also 13 Mile Road. So not a whole lot, but two two major portions of of the village. 12 mile road. Or 12 mile road. <laughs> 13 isn't in like a 12 mile road. Um, um, at the northern portion of, of, of the city there. So um, kind of things that we've got going on um, recently with, with the city. Uh, we've just completed an environmental assessment for uh, Southfield Road all the way from nine and a half mile all the way up to 13 mile road. Um, that has been submitted to FHWA and MDOT for their review and comment. So that process is pretty well along and, and almost finalized there. The other thing that we've got going on as the Road Commission is a resurfacing project on Southfield Road, um, which is called the 3R project of resurfacing rehabilitation project, just to mill the existing surface and replace that along with some uh, minor upgrades on Southfield Road from 11 to 12 mile road. Um, that is currently in the very early part of the design process uh, in our de design division. Um, they're working their way through it, and uh, I know they've met with uh, different individuals um, and you're as an engineering consultant to uh, discuss that project. One of the other questions that, that was posed to us was um, 696 and 11 Mile and uh, Lathrop Boulevard, that particular portion. Um, RCOC maintains a signal at Southfield Road and uh, 11 Mile Road. Um, so we worked a little bit with changing some of those things, dealing with uh, with your chief of police in order to facilitate a little bit better pedestrian crossing there. Um, Lathrop Boulevard and 11 Mile Road. 11 Mile Road isn't under our jurisdiction. Um, it, I believe it actually belongs to the city and it's under your guys' jurisdiction as the city. But if you guys, want to discuss some some enhancements in that area, we'd be glad to kind of sit down and help with that discussion, but it would really involve MDOT, the city, um, because MDOT handles those ramps coming off of 696. And anytime you introduce a high speed environment like that to a lower speed environment, there's gonna have to be some long range discussions and planning and we can help point you in the right direction who to talk to at MDOT but that's really not our thing, but we can help engage in that conversation if that's something that you guys want us to do, um, you know, to help with that discussion. No, please bring yeah. the right MDOT person because <laughs> they are so unresponsive. <laughs> we can, I, I can point you to the right person who is responsible for their traffic and safety okay. in, in the metro region. Um, Thank you. We, we know who that is and we can definitely put you in contact with the right person. Yeah, awesome. I think the, 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 the what was the impetus to bring in somebody with traffic and safety was, you know, I mean, the shirt, the pedestrian crossing at, at Lathrop Boulevard and, and 11 miles, obviously important, but it's, it's the uh, automobile traffic as well. So we have a lot of accidents there. We just had a resident people in there a, a couple of weeks ago. Um, and, and it's really difficult to get across, especially if you're going straight to make the eastbound, uh, you go eastbound on 11 mile. Uh, so we had a, a resident who suggested uh, he had shown us some some uh, examples, some pictures of of where they put kind of a cross hashing pattern over the intersection, or, you know, along with signs to try to make it more um, more of a visible 
uh, more visible to cars coming off of the highway as well as cars coming down 11 mile roads if there's an intersection there and not to block the intersection. Um, so that people aren't doing that, you know, going out one lane at a time and then oops, they get nosing across, right? Nosing across. So that, I mean, that's one thing that we're, we're I guess I was kind of hoping you might have a suggestion. It sounds like a suggestion is to get uh, the appropriate person and the safety person at, at the road commission involved on that. Yeah, we, we can definitely, you know, involve you with, you know, push in the right direction with MDOT on, on who to talk to. Um, oh, I'm it, it, it's really difficult because you do have the, the exit ramp coming off of the freeway. And if it's not during rush hour that it isn't backed up, you have a high speed environment coming into a lower speed environment and you have that blend. And having the boulevard right there at the end of that ramp makes it extraordinarily difficult. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a few options that might be available, but that would take some, some big discussions with MDOT and a little bit of long range planning. Uh, MDOT does have a project coming up in the future on 696. Um, which would be a good opportunity to maybe have those discussions at that time if you you know if changes were desired. But again, that's really a discussion between you and MDOT, and we'll be glad to point you in that right direction. Yeah, could you provide the information to Susie or the other? Yeah. And we have uh, we have been in contact with an individual about the MDOT. I mean, like, very loose contact, and we've said this is the concern. So. It shouldn't be a giant surprise right. after um, you know when Alex is able to give us that information. So, any other questions that I can answer for you guys? Now? Sure, I have some questions about the paving of Southfield Road. Um, is there funding available for that? Is that something there is? There is funding that's been identified to do that project at this point. Okay. So we are we are in the design stages of it. Um, I am not intimately familiar with it, but I know they've done. Topographic survey. Um, they've done a walkthrough of the area to identify some of the major concerns with drainage and and some pavement conditions and things of that nature. Uh, I know there have been some discussions about adding some additional signalization in the area for pedestrian facilities as well. And I, I believe that project also is going to eliminate the ditches on both sides. With uh, I believe that's what we talked about last time. I, I believe I believe that's the case. I can yeah. I can look into that and I can get you a little bit better answer from from our design team. And is this, does the city pay a portion or how do you still do? Anyway, just on the plan matches on the large reason why the DBA uh, has been saving on balance. But I believe there's also a, a financial commitment from the city as well, it's somewhere between five hundred and eight hundred thousand yeah, dollars. There's some there's some financial commitment, but I think the bulk of it, at least in the discussions that we've had so far, is time. Wait, did you say five hundred to eight hundred thousand? I remember correctly. That's, that's what's like that's a lot. Right, and that's one of the reasons why we've been saving our our major road money and building up that balance for both eleven mile and South Street. So the road. And balance and the DDA? I, I don't know what the DDA yeah. would be. Yeah. Probably... We have to do the mix. We don't have a set budget and we haven't looked at it for, it's been a while since we met with both commissions to discuss final, you know, any kind of budgeting. Um, I seem to recall there's also use of some tri party funds and maybe some of those intersections yeah. in the ADA. But I, again, those will be some more 
in-depth conversation. So, you know, we meet again. Is there a timeline on this? If this would be included in our 22-23 budget, mm -hmm. or is it something that would be an amendment? Or twenty-four is construction year, so uh, I would I would assume it would probably be. I don't know how you guys are handling your budgeting, but um, it would be constructed in the 2024 construction. Okay. Thank you. Are there any more questions? Well, thank you for your patience. And if you could um, give uh, the information for MDOT to um, Susie, that would be great. Thank you all so Thank much. You. Thank you. Drive safely. Mm -hmm. Mr. Rude. Good evening. Uh, thank you very much for putting me on the agenda. I know I came in here on the on the uh, cup off, so to speak. Uh, I want to discuss Forest Drive, as I'm sure you well know. Uh, nothing has happened. Okay, I've had several calls, so uh, a number of inquiries. I got a hold of a few folks. Uh, some concerns. Uh, Price. Okay, I brought that up. I see always make an offer. The worst the council can do is say no. Uh, I made it stressed it to them that everything is at approval of council, so it can be anywhere from two days to two weeks before we get a chance to speak to council. Uh, as everyone well knows, interest rates have gone up dramatically here in the past couple of weeks, and they anticipated interest rates will continue to go up. As a couple of builders have indicated to me, uh, they've said they're a little kind of hanging back to see what happens. Uh, they're not going to be doing anything. Another concern is the fact that it's forest drive. They ask if the city is going to maintain the road. Uh, that one I kind of held back on. I don't know if the city would be maintaining the road. I said I anticipate that to be a private road, and it's up to the whoever buys the place if they have to, you know, have an association take care of the private road which reads that there's four or five spaces in, in uh, Meadowbrook Drive there on, this, uh, on the circle that uh, could be used for um, could be used for housing and that would be maintained by the city that's already maintained by the city of course and on the other side of the coin Forest Drive would be private and that would have to be paid for by uh, by any type of association that they have with that one anticipating unless there's a change on that, of course. Uh, I'm here to speak to you about getting a price reduction. Okay, I think we do have to reduce the price. Uh, plus the fact it is very overgrown with growth, brush. Uh, Put it bluntly, I know the city is very busy. I know the city employees are working overtime, not maybe not necessarily overtime, but working quite a bit on this. Uh, but at the same time, you got to do something about getting that brush cut down. Uh, and made a little suggestion about making uh, doing the brush, just getting it like maybe cutting the back maybe about 50 or 100 feet from the road. And uh, you know, just at least opening up a little bit so that people can see back there as to what's going on. Basically, as I said, uh, getting rid of the brush and reducing the price. And that's why I'm here for today. Well, what do you recommend in terms of reducing the price? I know we currently have it at 170, correct? 
Uh, we have it at 195. 195. Okay. And that doesn't seem to work. And it did not reduce it, and we didn't do any clearing, which is what you asked for in the very beginning, was for that to be cleaned up when the weather permitted. I've been asking for that since we started out. Yes. Uh, that, that was my strong recommendation when we started out, and uh, I don't know if anyone's been, I'm sure somebody's been by there. It is tremendously overgrown. And you got a lot of tree, weed trees. I don't know if there's even such a term, but these are weeds that are now trees. Invasive. Invasive is about it, yes. And um, got to do something to chop those down. I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to have it looking like the front of our city, city hall here, but at the same time, it should be trimmed back. So recommendation as far as price, uh, I'm recommending that you reduce it to at least $150,000. Okay, so what we need to do is we need to put you on the next um, agenda so we can actually um, do, um, what am I trying to say, to actually approve it, the action item, thank you. But now that we know about that and what we need to do also, mm -hmm. so that would not be until um, July 25th. July 25th. Okay. And um, if we could get someone from uh, DPW just to go over there to see what they can. Um, I have talked to um, David about it um, a couple of times about um, having the lawn mowing um, gentleman go over there and see if he could cut around the property first with the lawn mower and then, um, but they have been busy to um, some watering breaks mm -hmm. and um, they're trying to also restore people's yards from work that was done last fall. So they have been very busy, but I will see if I can get them over there. I just make a you know, just have a plan of, of action when they can go over there and what you know they are able to do so we'll know by a like a um due date of when we can expect to see some type of changes or something. Uh, when does the contract expire with you? Uh the contract expires July 5th. Okay, so we don't have much time for that. So I think that we haven't been fair on our end. Um so I hope that we will reconsider. The expiration of that, at least until some of that clearing is done, which again, you did make that very clear from the very beginning. Do you have anything else for us? Pardon me? I say, you have anything else for us? Uh, I'll say, wait until July 25th to see what you want to do then. Do something now, the sooner the better, but it's what the council will pay. Spend a contract extension. <laughs> I said send a contract extension because it will be expired by the time you come back, right? Yeah. Extend the contract? Well, I, the contract will be If it expires July 5th, then we're not meeting until July 26th. I mean, it's up to you all if you want to put it on the agenda tonight to um, lower the price. Excuse me. You could. Um, yeah, you can you can make a motion. Mm -hmm. 
it's, it's only a week for him to let to reduce the price and we're talking about reducing the price i know what you're talking about but it only it only gives him a week to do for anything to happen well, you don't have the contract with you right now, but the one thing that you're asking for is to lower the price now. That's something that we can do now. Is to lower it. Yeah, we can do that on for the action item and then you can just put in for the extension. Right. You can send us the extension. I don't think that the extension doesn't really necessarily have to go to through a meeting, does it? It it would need to be approved by council. Yeah. And I'm sure do you have it on <laughs> I, don't so. I don't think you have an extension on you right now, right? No, I mean, okay, that's an extension. Uh, you know, this is that on my part, it's not brain surgery. I understand. Um, if you can act on it this evening, great. If not, we'll have to wait until the 25th. We... So we can act on the price reduction tonight. Yes. Yeah. Okay, can we act so, on the clearing of the property also? So we can put this as item J, J now. So can you stick around until, until then? Sure. Okay. I'll make a motion to uh, add item J discussion of House in the Woods property uh, to the agenda. It's been moved and uh, supported for adding the House in the Woods property onto the agenda. Roll call, please. Councilmember Jennings? Yes. Councilmember Kinez? Yes. Councilmember Miller? Yes. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Mayor Pro Tim Cantor? Yes. Motion carried. Either you can stick around or give yourself about a half an hour, go get some coffee. I'll be back. <laughs> Come back. Okay. Thank you. Um, next up, we have the public comments for items that's on the agenda. Speakers are limited to three minutes. And also, just remember that this is a um, commentary and that it is not a um, dialogue. Is there anyone that is in the viewing audience or in the audience in person that would like to speak? And if you want to speak um, on Zoom, please raise your hand. Again, this is to speak on anything that's on the agenda, any items that's on the agenda tonight. Is there anyone that would like to speak on Zoom or in person? Okay, I'm going to take that as a no. Next, we're going to do the consent agenda. All items listed on the consent agenda are considered to be routine and non-controversial by the city council and will be approved by one motion. There will be no separate discussion. If a discussion is desired, that item will be removed from the consent agenda and discussed separately immediately after consent agenda approval in its normal sequence on the regular agenda. Um, I do have a question on the May 2022 disbursement report, so I would like that one to be removed out. All right, well, I have... Um, I want to make the motion to accept everything else in the consent agenda. So make a motion to accept items B, D, E, and G from the consent agenda. I'll make a motion to yes, I'll make a motion to uh, approve the consent agenda minus items A, B, and F. 
Second. It's been moved and seconded. You did it the opposite way. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, oh, we'll move to it. Roll call, please. Councilmember Kamez. Yes. Councilmember Miller. Yes. Mayor Garrett. Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yeah. Councilmember Jennings. Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. So now we will talk about the oh, a minute. Please give the page number. Uh, page seven under section 12 public comments. Mike Arbo came to talk about cannibals and cannabis. I think that's supposed to be the cannabis. Page 14 under public comment. The speaker was Lori Twins, L A U R I D, Twins, K U N Z. And Page seven, also the same thing under public comments. Uh, needs to be correct. You said page seven, who? Page 17, same thing. Oh, you said 17. For the disbursement report on page 24. And I'm just, this is just a curiosity about, I, I'm noticing that we're giving a refund um, for AC credit. Is that because it, the air conditioning is not working or what's going on? I've seen it a couple of times when you, it is. Correct. Because we're uh, waiting until the July 1st because we need to get a couple of condensers, one for the community room and one for the upstairs. Wow. Okay. That's all. I just want to know that one. Um, thank you. Um, for item F, the police report. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, page 24 under government services. I see that we paid Corey Dahl $400 to do the spring newsletter. Correct. I thought that was something that we were paying additional money to this deck to do. Yeah, the newsletter, that's the that newsletter. We needed to contract that out. Is that typical? Is the contract at all? And Corey was doing the newsletter when she was here for us. I thought that was something I specifically asked when we agreed to the $4,000 additional per month. Um, Page 26, and this is uh, a lot of times in the budget, oil changes. Do we have any kind of uh, oil change discount program or something? It seems like we spend a lot of money on oil changes. I'm assuming for the police cars. The police cars get oil changes, but they do get a discount through this. Um, they get a discount. Okay. But it's not usually just oil changes. Sometimes they get windshield wipers there. Sometimes they have to get their filters. Things like that. So that's why you might see different costs or different prices. Yeah, 72 127 yep. Okay, and it's pre pretty regular. So just wondering how often. Well, they drive the vehicles a lot. They put a lot of miles on them. The OHM advisor, we know that's the water report, and we paid $2,653.75 to them. 
what does that cover? That report is interesting to have a whole lot in. Is there more that they're going to be doing that's included in this amount? Are we paying them more? What's what what was the contract with them? What does that look like? That was to do uh, their initial data gathering and uh, dive into uh, what could be and identify what could be the potential sources of uh, the water loss. So uh, the idea, you know, obviously they're kind of feeling optimistic that they would um, be able to come uh, come up with the, the final, you know, smoking gun, if you will, or a leaky faucet, if you will. Um, and so this was, like I said, they they went through a ton of data, significant amount of data. I mean, minute by minute data, day by day. I mean, they went through a glut of data um, to analyze uh, if there was anything in the system that they could see um, that would be would be the cause of it. Um, we will have a presentation or a, a final report that will be distributed uh, to council here um, coming up in the next week or so. And um, I am anticipating a proposal, though I have not yet gotten it, for um, additional work um, to include field work. Um, they want to test out a few of the, the meters and connections that we have um, to really drill down even further. They do believe they've got, um, they're on the right track, but um, when I haven't received that proposal from them just yet. Okay, I'd like to request that uh, OHM come and speak with the entire city council so that we all have this information and we can ask questions that we might have a little bit they met with you and Bruce, but I would like to um you know we're spending a significant amount of money and it's it's a huge huge problem so I would really like uh, for all city council to be able to hear directly uh, from them. Answer the last question. Thank you. Um, the police report. Uh, yes, I was just wondering. I see that we do a lot of traffic studies, but then what happens with the traffic studies? I know they count speeders and how many cars and all of that kind of stuff, but then, then what happens? And I know Chief McKee is a clear is the one who will be able to the question. Yes. I guess we'll have to hold up. But they use it for the placement of the radar signs. They use it to help determine where, where to put patrols because they can see where where there's excessive speeding. Yeah. Like if there's the time that there will have someone positioned in that area. Right. And how are these set up? Are these these uh, spots set up based on feedback from residents or who determines where these uh, I, I can't I can't answer that question. I know he's got um consultants that TIA, but I don't know um what well, he you know, stands for at the moment, but I know he's got consultants that sometimes he works with, but I don't know if that's we can um, wait until he comes back so you can have an accurate answer. For him to answer. So, thank you. Okay. Um so now we need a motion to um approve a you gotta do each one individually. Okay, I was trying. <laughs> um, approval of of minutes 
for the study session. Not each study session at a time. Are you serious? Okay. Oh. That's there. why we have them on the consent agenda. <laughs> okay. Well, first up, approval of the study session, May 16th, 2022. Motion to approve the study session May 16th, 2022. There's second. Second. Good move. It's been moved and second. You know what? I mean, it's been moved and we it's been moved and seconded. Um, is there any discussion? Any further discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Councilmember Miller. Yes. Mayor Garrett. Yes. Mayor Pro Tim Cantor. Yes. Councilmember Jennings. Yes. Councilmember Kinez. Yes. Motion carried. Make a motion to approve the regular uh, meeting May 16th, 2022 uh, minutes. It's been moved in the second. Is there any discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Councilmember Jennings? Yes. Councilmember Kennedy? Yes. Councilmember Miller? Yes. Motion carried. Make a motion to approve the May 23rd, 2022 study session minutes. It's been moved in the second. Is there any discussion? Further discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yeah. <laughs> Councilmember Jennings? Yes. Councilmember Kinez? Yes. Councilmember Miller? Yes. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Motion carried. Make a motion to approve the June 1st, 2022 uh, special meeting minutes. Is there a second? It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Councilmember Jennings? No. <laughs> Councilmember Kinez? Yes. Councilmember Miller? Yeah. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Motion carried. Motion to approve the May 2022 police report. Nope. June 7th. June 13th on the next one, I thought. There's a special meeting June 7th. Oh, 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 oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you do June 7th? No, he just no, did June 1st. Oh, okay. I didn't do June 7th. And then he had to okay. June 13th. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Um, to approve the June 7th, 2022 special meeting. Word. They moved in second. Is there any discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Councilmember Kinez? Yes. Councilmember Miller? Yes. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Councilmember Jennings? No. <laughs> Motion carried. Motion to approve the June 13th, 2022 study session minutes. Is there a second? Word. It's been moved in second. Is there any discussion? Hearing none. Roll call, please. Councilmember Miller? Yes. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Councilmember Jennings? No. Councilmember Kinez? Yes. Motion carried. Now I'll yes. make a motion to approve the disbursement for the next one. Is there a second? I'm Is, sorry, which one are we doing? We're doing the May 2022nd disbursement report. It's been moved and we need a second. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any further discussion? <laughs> Hearing none, roll call, please. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Mayor Preston Cantor? Yes. Councilmember Jennings? No. Councilmember Penez? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. And the motion to approve the May 2022 police report. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any additional discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. Councilmember Jennings. No. Councilmember Kinez. Yes. Councilmember Miller. Yes. Mayor Garrett. Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. 
Next, we have the public hearing <laughs> for the fiscal year 2022-23 budget, the budget hearing. That's you. Yeah. I'm glad that you're going to introduce it. You know, thank you. So it's that time of year that we are doing our 22-23 budget. Um, I have put together a budget for the next fiscal year, um, which uh, will be approved hopefully today because we had switched last year. We went to the vote of the people to have it a month later. So instead of it being in May, it's now for the next fiscal year. Um, we are looking at um, an impact on our fund balance of $171,853 out of the general fund. All the other funds are um, pretty much going to be equal. They are um, correct. And there is no fund balance being given to Okay. Thank you. Is there anyone so, that? Um, I can also say that our military has gone down for the city in 2122 was 24.4906 and in 2223.24.126. Thank you. Is there anyone that would like to be heard regarding the budget? If you're online and would like to speak, please raise your hand. If you are in council chambers, come to the chair. Is there anyone that would like to be heard about the budget, the 2022-23 budget? Would anyone like to speak regarding the fiscal year 2022-23 budget? Hearing none, close the hearing. Now we have um, for consideration and approval um, action request to adopt the fiscal year 2023 budget. Yes, ma'am, council. This is the time of the year that we adopt the 2223 budget, which will be our month for this fiscal year. Um, we, for our revenue and expenses. Thank you. We'll make a motion to adopt the fiscal year 2023-2023 budget. We need a second. Second. It's been moved in a second. Is there any discussion? Yeah. Oh, I did have a couple questions. Okay. On the water fund, what are salaries and wages and fringe benefits? Who gets those? Most of that is for the um, retirees for their defined benefits. Most of those come out of there for the DPS. Um, Retired employees that are out of the um, defined benefit fund. They come out of the water fund. Out of the water fund. And do they also? I see the same items in the in the sewer fund. Is that the same thing? Correct. Um, I do have a question on capital expenditures. The two police cars. Um, when do you anticipate delivery on those? They um, are out. They probably will not get them until um, probably the end of July, maybe August even. Oh, this pretty readily. Were they we ordered? We hope. Were they ordered this year or last year? They've been ordered through the um, 
bid that um, through the state. We go through um, ordering them that way. But we don't have to, if the budget wasn't approved or the capital improvements were not approved, we would not have to take um, take control of the cars. And I believe Scott said at the last meeting yes. that they ordered like nine months ago or right. something like that because they, there's a long lead time. There is a long. Have they already been approved at that point? No, they just they order them, but they're not approved until the budget is approved. But they don't have to take they so don't have to take order on them. If they come in and the budget is not approved, they would not take over. They would not take control of the car. Okay. Okay. They just have to order them out there so that they have because they do have such a long wait time in these permits. Um, I do have another question. I, I did say that we do generate revenue in our community room to the tune of about $65,000 a year. That's this year. And I did put in a request for painting and it was only $4,900. And I think if we're, we find one avenue that we do generate income, it's kind of important to reinvest in that so that we can continue to re generate revenue. So I'd like to see us put the painting back in that project. Well, that's something we can do through a budget amendment. And you can? The council would have to decide, but, but when it was decided, when I was working on the budget, it was decided to take the painting out. Okay, and then I have another thing that I'd like to add to because we don't really have anything in here for the residents. Scott, um, McKee did get us a very nice bid on clearing the triangles, and I thought it was just for three, and it turns out it's for four. And I think that would be a big benefit to the city to get those areas cleared and to get them pretty and ready and beautified for the people who live around them. And that was only 20520 That would be another, because your email that you sent to me um, Councilwoman Kanez was after the budget, after the budget hearing. So I cannot put those in the budget. But we can do it in an it amendment. It has to be through council as a whole. Okay. So council has to decide if what they want to do with the budget um, or if they just want to approve it through budget amendments later in the book. And when can we do those? Or when are budget amendments? I when do we bring them, them up? In January. Oh, not until next year? Well, it it can be done at any time. You can make the you can bring it to the next council meeting. It could be agreed on at the next council meeting, but then the budget then can be done. Okay. Um, and then sewer expenditures. I see like they're doubling. They doubled from 20 to 21 and 21 to 22. Why? Is that sewer and water? They both seem to be. Is that all related to the water issues? Capital bonds. The capital bonds, they're um, we're, we had to have 550,000 in for the retention tank. Into oh yeah, store. I saw that. Okay. And then we have the all the um, lead and copper piping. We have the um, stat boxes are in there. The fire hydrants, the gate valves, those are all part of capital improvements. So those are in the water and sewer. Now. And we did remove. I didn't see them in there. We removed those um, water meters, residential water meters. Did I see those out of here? Uh, no, they are. I think they're back in there. It's still in there, but it's an expense that we're probably not going to make. I mean, some of that, some of that, uh, I don't know what page it's on. Um, yeah, some of that, some of that, most of that 860,000 is water meters, um, probably about 
hundred thousand, hundred and fifty thousand of it. I have to look for. for um, uh, oh, here it is. It's wider. It, it kind of uh, the infrastructure around the water meters, so centralized reading and so forth. Uh, it is in the budget for eight hundred sixty thousand. Yeah. So and it's because it was not part of the bond, so it's just put back in there. I did remove it from this year's budget when I did my budget. So we're not balanced. We're taking one hundred seventy-one out of. Our, we have a fund. Fund and do we typically take that much out we, to balance the budget? Last year, I think we were um, scheduled to take two hundred and some out, but that doesn't mean that we won't put some. We won't put money back, back in this year at the end of the year. And did you end up taking that amount out this year? Did you I, end up I, dipping into it? That is a yeah. I don't know what it could be at the total, at the end of the budget or at the end of the fiscal year when everything's um, done and we're going through the audit process. But I try to typically put money back into fund balance every year. I think I've only had to take out maybe one or two years since I've been in 21 years from fund balance. Right. It's been the COVID year. Okay, I think that's it. Okay, I'm on, on page 135 of the packet. Um, I think there's a typo in there, and I just want to make sure it gets corrected because I don't want residents to think that our water bill, our water rate is going up by 50%. I think that first bullet point should be that the Bills will increase from uh, thirty-two dollars and thirteen cents to thirty-three dollars and seven cents. If I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah, I don't want I don't want pitchforks and forecasts tomorrow. Um, and then two questions with respect to major streets and uh, local streets. The first one is on page one twenty-nine. Um, yeah, and we've talked about this a little bit before. It's a little confusing with the with the uh, road improvement millage in the the major streets and the local streets fund as opposed to the separated out for. But I just wanted to make sure. Um, so we we show uh, transfer in from street bond revenue of nine hundred and fifty two thousand, and then the contractual or the capital improvement street bond street bond at the bottom is one hundred or one one point oh five eight million. Um, so I just want to make sure that we're not taking F51 funds from revenue and putting it towards, towards no, we, last year we um transferred more money than we needed to for our project. Got it. Okay. In both major and local roads. Okay. And yeah, and then it was going to be the opposite yep. question local. I wanted to make sure we weren't using street bond money for non-construction purposes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, those are my questions. Yep. Anyone else? Yes. Um, I know that you've got the Fund balance impact down to one hundred seventy-one thousand eight hundred eighty-three, and that was done. Several things cut that impact or cut that impact residents, like the Parks and Rec fund, and some other things. But I'm really sad that that five percent increase was not adjusted at all. Um, I looked at the MML salary budget survey and the average increase for population from one to 5,000 is 3%. So I'm not sure where 5% is coming from when we are in this, uh, when our finances are in this shape like this with, especially with no uh, evaluations, no reviews, it's just because. And one of the positions, the person's been here for a month and there's a 3% raise 
allocated towards that position. Like we we don't have this kind of money. So I'm I'm wondering why that wasn't wasn't touched at all. Council had the chance at the time when I brought the budget. It was talked about. I don't know. I had only heard from you on the five percent. I might have. Um, I think um, member Kinez, she gave me an email after the fact about it, but nobody else ever said anything about 5%. And council did not bring it up to me after that. So, I mean, if you want it changed, it's gotta be agreed upon council. Well, I, like I said, I had, you know, we probably were told that, you know, the raises range from whatever. Yeah, they technically did range from now, but. The rates is only $13,763 as a total dollar amount for the increase for everybody in the administrative side. And um, so I think that it is worth it because we do give customer service to the residents. We were, um, some of one of the members, uh, council members asked for us to take a, a freeze on our pay raises this year. That would give bad morale to the employees to take a cut when our cost of living is 8% right now. So I'm just saying it was put in there. I didn't hear anything from anybody, but council member Miller and council member Kenneth sent me an email after the phone. So, so you're saying that we had an opportunity at our last at, budget hearing, last that budget this is what we could really discussed it. But nobody really said, well, I mean, our, our the administrator, I know it's just that much at this point, but our administrative expenses have doubled in five years. They've gone from 431,000 to 864,000. Like that's doubled, over 100% increase. So I had a, I had a, I had a very deficits, interesting uh, conversation with the mayor of Pleasant Ridge. Excuse me, but I wasn't and, finished. And he was telling me that he has uh, raised, he did a increase for his city administrator and staff, well, the city administrator, he raised it by 27% to make sure that he kept his employees to make sure that he did not get in a situation like we're currently in, in short staff. So um, it is happening where costs are going up. I mean, everyone is trying to tighten their belt, but it's also you want you don't want to end up with um, having people to do multiple jobs, you know? And so again, right now, um, during our budget, here at the budget study session, really, that was the opportunity for all of us to really talk about collectively of what we needed to do for the budget. And no one said anything well, during, like, directed the staff or Cameron and staff to come back with recommended cuts. And, and they did. She, she did, she cut quite a bit. Right. But again, you know, you keep telling me I need to go to MML training and all these things. So I guess we pick and choose what we want from MML. MML. Here's the 2022. No, I'm not saying, I'm not at all saying anything about picking and choosing from what comes from MML. I'm just saying that when you have an opportunity to talk about a budget so. and to be able to make decisions that we can all come to a conclusion or have an actual discussion and not be talked to, but talk, you know, do a collaboration. That's what we should have done two weeks ago. Instead, what's happening is, as we discussed before, after the meetings are over, that's when the emails start flying and that we're not able to have a discussion as a whole for uh, things that are important, like 
trying to figure out how we are going to uh, balance our budget. So why didn't we do that? Because we were talking about other things that we should have been talking about the budget. We were talking about FOIAs. We were talking, we were about, talking about the Catholics, Caribbean Festival. We Catholics, were talking about Caribbean. someone that has not worked for the Lathrop Village for the last five months. We were not focused on having budget meetings. And right. our city attorney asked numerous times for us to make the time to um, have these budget meetings, and we didn't. And now we're at the situation. The uh, thing was at the top of the list. Well, honestly, I think if you did want to cut the, the fees, you that. should have said one by one, yes, no, yes, no. And we and she would have cut the fees. And that's what we would have learned in MML. You would have learned how to finesse that. And, oh, how to finesse? I how to finesse it. I don't need to get the facts and figures. That's a recommendation. I'm just saying that's how you finesse. get that's how you get all of us to say it. You okay. have you have and to have it. Discussion. We all have to agree. There was some discussion at the budget because I know I made some statements about the five percent So there was an opportunity to discuss it. And the three percent that you're referring to, that is after a six month review. That is not right off of July first. That will be after a six month review. Okay, well, because that, that is in that is all our all our um, uh, our conditional offer of employments for not uh, for most of our employees. Say after six month um, you get a six month review. And did you say that the total amount for the raises was thirteen thousand? Yes, for the administrator. All right, thirteen thousand. Okay. Any other discussion? Increase of one hundred twenty-one thousand dollars. I'm sorry, I didn't understand you. In that section, the administration section, there's an increase of one hundred twenty-one thousand. Can you say what page you're on? Page one twenty-four. Yeah, most of that's fringe benefits. Correct. Did you hear what he said? Yes. Oh, it's, it's, a, like, it's a whole package. I, I get it. Oh no, Based I'm saying that. I just wanted to make sure salaries. But again, the the salary, you know, have doubled in five years. So. The, the fringe benefits that, that has to do with insurance, years. right? Mm -hmm. That we have no control over that, that. How much insurance is correct, and that has been increasing. Right. That, was, okay. that was a huge chunk of the overall increase that we've been talking about. Okay. Anything else? No, thank you. You're very welcome. Um, any other discussion? Roll call, please. All right, uh, Councilmember Kinez? No. Councilmember Miller? No. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Councilmember Jennings? Yes. Motion carried. No, it does Thank not you. carry. It's an allocation of funds and it has to have a four member vote. Four people vote yes. So there's no approved budget for this year. So city services will cease July 1st. Okay. Congratulations. No city services starting. Next on the um on the action. Mayor, there needs to be um, I would strongly encourage council to revisit and see if they can come into a consensus. The ramifications of not having an approved budget. It's also a, it's a, um, 
A fine, right? It's a fine from the state. There's right? a fine from the state. There's also um, and it has to be approved by Friday, correct? July Thursday. Here we are. And technically, you can't go forward to do the fiscal. The um, oh yeah, can you do the budget amendment? So do we move forward and then come back to it, or do we just let our residents know that we're going to be fine and you don't get city services until we can figure this out? I. Think you owe it to the residents to figure it out this evening, but I'll leave that decision up to the council member. We're here. And I, you know, I, I'm, I'm so sorry. It's just, I can't even believe we got to this situation because we were here. No one said anything, not a thing when we were in our meeting. And then, and then right after the meeting is over, as usual, we get a barrage of emails where we can't do anything because it's in the email. I haven't emailed you in quite some time. Karen, it's not about the, the, you're picking at, at sleeves, okay? And what I'm saying is, is that the fact is that we were here as a whole where we could have talked about this. And I'm very sad in the fact that this is where we are at just because of the the dislike of people we owe it to and we owe it to our residents that we should have sat here and hammered through everything in this budget instead of again getting emails after the fact and we can't do anything and about it and so I'm nobody's blaming you and i have not pointed a finger to you karen i'm just saying in general line by line through every budget item, there was very little discussion about it and so now we sit here again silent so what do we, what is it that we have to do? I think we have to look at that increase. So That's save save thirteen thousand dollars and spend twenty thousand cutting triangles. That makes a lot of sense. And to have, and to, to, so the suggestion was was made an email after the meeting that we free that the the staff would understand the situation that we're in and that we should freeze their freeze their salary. I mean, we freeze their salary. I mean, the cost of living, the inflation right now is 8.5%. And freezing their salary, I mean, even giving them a 5% raise is is a, is a decline in their in their salary. And then it also, and, and, the email said that to freeze our wages, but to put 20,000 in for cutting triangles, five or four triangles, and also doing the community room, which I'm sorry, but most of our residents do not rent. We have outsiders that right. rent. And, it, and, it, and before the pandemic, that, that room was rented almost all the time. And, mm -hmm. and now it's coming back. So again, it's, it's $4,000. to is put, the first year it's been back since the pandemic. Right. That and it's renting. And how often do you hear that, that people turn it down because, because it doesn't look good in the community room? Nobody. Yeah. Because they can't yeah. meet the cost. I mean, if we, if, if, if we don't... Help our staff who are already overworked. The morale is horrible. We're going to lose more staff, and it's just going to be a self self descending spiral. We're talking about thirteen thousand dollars here. So let's just take out the thirteen thousand, put in the twenty. Okay. I think she's being facetious. I but hope. I'm just saying it's just that was not my request. Karen, nobody's pointing a finger at you. I'm just saying, I haven't said anyone's name. I haven't said anything. I'm just really upset in the fact that this is where we're at. 
Council, what would you like me to do to take care of the I feel as though as soon as we say don't give you a raise, that you all are going to walk out. That's what I'm really afraid of. I am, I'm terrified of that. When I just said, I talked to other mayors and they gave increase, significant increases just to make sure that their people stay because there is a pool of people that know that they can go anywhere and make more money right. than here. Not I mean, and, and the fact is that, not to mention the fact that not one person has applied for our position right. as a city clerk, not one person. Yeah. I, it just, it, and not one deputy treasurer applied either. We can't so no one's them. applying for our jobs. Yeah. We had. When I looked at the, the MML information, we are in the top end of. Well, obviously we're not in the, the we're not in the top end of being a choice for people to come and work mm -hmm. for. So if you want to take that chance of losing the people that we have working for us. And I'm not sure how you feel at this point of hearing this, because I would be a little afraid also. Um, let's, you know, take the $13,000 out. I'm so sorry. So it's 5%, I'm, it I'm has so sorry. 5% or zero. I'm sorry, I'm reflecting re what residents have shared with me. There's a, been a 100% increase in that budget. So why hasn't something been done? You two were here previously. What happened to that? Why is it so out of control? You had an administrator in five years ago that was making $65,000 a year. I, I are there any are there any administrators that are going to work for $65,000? The, the administrator, I don't have the, my notes in front of me, but the administrator, the administrator increase and the fringe benefits made up the majority of that. And then in addition, there were additional positions added to provide city services. Uh, many of those that were split with the DBA. Um, there was a code enforcement, although that was actually a decrease because we only pay $20,000 and we were paying $40,000 when we were contracting it out. Um, but it was a 20,000 increase in that category. Um, do you remember what the other, there were other things in there. I'm trying to remember what they were. Well, it really went up in 2021. So that was long oh. after Matt Bumgarten was gone. So everyone, you know, keep blaming it on Matt's low salary, but. Yeah, but there was no, the next administrator that was here for six months was seventy-five thousand. Right, and then the, and then there and was then the new manager came. Yeah, there was a compensation and wage uh, uh, study that was done by the MML that showed that we were low. We gave increases to bring up, bring up back up. That was what four years ago, Scott. Yeah, I think it was before the th yeah, yeah four years before we uh, Dr. Mitchell was hired. Well, we've also increased numbers of staff members even there are more people working than we have the whole time I've been here um so you know maybe the positions aren't meeting the needs of the residents because we have doubled this but when I was campaigning and we were at full staff far above what it had previously been people were still saying the phones have not been answered no one gets back with me there was there were issues with resident needs not being met. So if if I had seen an increase in our services and all of those things that is relevant that goes along corresponds with this increase in so wages and benefits. Let me ask you this question so we can move forward on this. So if we just don't give them a raise, is that going to get us approved tonight? Is that going to work? get this budget approved tonight. I don't, maybe there are some other things that need to be cut. We have leaf service. How much is leaf service? 
Lease services, um, well, it's the time of it to get the inputs into it, plus the machinery, if anything breaks down, plus the um, the hauling to the um, to Ferndale. Yep. Give me a rough estimate. Can you give us and can you give us a rough estimate of how much that would be That's removing the, the salary increases? Yep, say probably twenty thousand. So we'll be up to forty three thousand. Oh, excuse me, my math is usually bad. Thirty three thousand dollars we would we would say. I'm not saying people don't deserve raises. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just uh, having been in business world and in other worlds. Um, people don't just get five percent for no reason. Like there are there are goals that need to be met. There are evaluations done. And uh, you know there were there were raises during COVID. There were were um, what was the bonuses that people got? Um, so we understand what happened before, right? So now we're trying to figure out what we're going to do right now. We are very clear of where we where we were, but we're trying to figure out what we're going to do now. Sure. And so it also has been said very clear that there are reviews. The reviews that the department heads do for their employees, not the city council. And, and I believe you of the three and, city administrators. Who does that? So we've never had three three um, uh, administrators before until the last five months. So if they're department heads, then the city manager would do the review for them. But at this point, when it comes to their review, we would do the review for the interim city managers. So again. What can we do tonight to make this budget go through? Can I put something in perspective? So you're, you're, I think, I, I thought, think I heard you said something more like 3%. So if we give them a 3% raise and a 5% raise is $13,000, a 3% raise is gonna be about $9,000 to the, to the budget. So you're talking $4,000 here. Mm -hmm. For people who are working their butt off in a in a grossly understaffed um, environment that is not the most pleasant environment, um, what was I going to say? Um, it'll come to me. But you're but you're you're talking you're talking four thousand dollars here. It's just, I've been watching this for the last four to five years. There is this spending of money here without considering resident priorities. That is just, I, I call it wreckage. And no one's paying attention, then you know it just continues to grow. And we were at what, 800 and some thousand that was supposed to come out of, or 700 some thousand that was supposed to come out of the Fund balance, yeah, we got it down, but that we only have 985,000 left. So we, what do we have? Two years, three years? What happens after this, um, you know, after we have more increases and all the other things that have to be taken care of? We have a lot of needs in this city and I don't think that residents are being, I brought this up earlier, residents are not part of the process here. And I mean, it takes something as small as the tea room, oh, I decided that I was going to pay for everyone's lunch. You know, does that happen regularly? Those are the kinds of things. In my 
my home budget and my business budget, you have to live within your means. And so are we meeting the, the needs of our residents with, we pay high taxes here, and are we meeting the needs of the residents and, you know, spending their tax dollars in the way that, that, that we want? Okay, so we're we're here again. And so maybe I can say it in a different way. Cut the the um the uh increase for the, the employees, cut the leaf service. Um what else is what else is it? What's the water retention tank situation? What there's like five hundred thousand. That is part of the capital improvement bond that we got because we have to have updates there. And the county is watching the retention take. I used to do it for three years or four years. And yeah. That's another thing I was doing. Right. Right. Those are those are to be in compliant with uh what is it the what's the I'm blanking on the term the yeah, the NPDS discharge but, but it's also the new drain twenty, drain twenty, what what is it called? I'm blanking on that the term but it's to, be in, it's to be in compliance with the consent order. We just got more compliance. It's from people today. Right. It's on a meeting for two hours with them. Yeah, I'm not against increases, but when, you know, we're making sacrifices all the way around here. Um, and again, we can't we can't afford to to continue to do that. And that's the budget that has had the largest or most increase has increased the most. Um, again, most all of it explainable increases that that not only are we dealing with, but other cities are dealing with as well. Well, again, we, we, we need to look at what the needs as a community are and, and um, configure our staffing around that. I know that things were reorganized multiple times, and I don't think that they were reorganized according to resident input. Um, so, as I said, the charter identifies the administrator as the one responsible for organizing, not the residents. I'm sorry, what? I said the charter identifies it's the up to the administrator to organize the administrative staff. That's the, that's a decision that's under the control of the administrator. I understand that, but perhaps the city could, city administrator can get resident input to make their decisions. It's not something that they just have to do on their own. I'm, I'm just curious what positions that you feel the city's lacking that would benefit the residents more. Well, again, phones aren't being answered. People's questions aren't being answered. Um, are we still closed from 1230 to 130 every day? Can you, um, what, as the city attorney said, which position is it that is it? Say it again. Um, I just, I just asked what, what position that could is deficient that uh, the residents are suffering um, that needs to be created or added. Probably a resident liaison person or something. So like that's that. to add another person to. No, it's to reconfigure. Because um, I don't know how many of these positions actually touch. So who Again, would that would be up to the city administrator when 
city administrators configured with staff to meet the needs, which the previous city administrators have done in the past, and our new city administrator will also do when they when they come on board. When you talk about living within within our means, you know, in your own personal budget, we have to do the same thing. Again, that's that's why I, I was adamant about things like the the triangles and the the community room. Yes, I would love to do that. I mean, but there are other ways we can do that. The triangles we can get, you know, you can arrange a volunteer group, you know, and try to get some volunteer services. Things are a priority but, for but, high crime, high pay, tax paying residents. You don't get volunteers to do there's work. four triangles in the community right. correct What's that? There, you, you're talking about four triangles around morningside plaza how does that benefit all the residents in the city that's one neighborhood i'm just using that as an example because i haven't heard anything else that where where are the residents lacking the residents that are here could share with us what what services are they lacking from the city that Needs the creation of a city liaison, a resident liaison. Answering that, there's a huge mess out there right now. I just got another email from somebody about uh, who's uh, in California, whose yard was dug up, and they're afraid now things are going to be flooding. And, well, you know, I, I heard earlier that the DTS was going to be out fixing that, but they've been redirected to, to a house in the woods to clear that property. Right, right, right. Because we did that wasn't redirected right. four months ago. And again, that's that's CMS. That's that's called that will be they've been instructed to move that up on their schedule and it will begin as soon as San Rosa and Wiltshire are completed. Yeah. And that is intentionally so that the residents on California are not stuck in situation at the end of the construction season where they are left with a bigger mess than they have now. We'll I'll have her call you. She can call CMS too. There is a number for CMS and cults, which is where all of the customer complaints should be going. I mean, um, I said I'm expressing what residents have shared with me. No. Can we have public comment or something so we can? You got one hand raised. You wanted to. It's fine because I am. I'm. I, we. We're. I have no idea of what to do with this. Well, there were two council members that voted no. And right. so it would logic would suggest that they would they would change. offer some sort of changes that would appease them so that we can move this process forward. I'd like to get a little closer to balancing the budget. I think take pulling 171,000 out of our reserves is okay. So, the, the, so to give so us some, need some ideas. All right, all right. I'm looking. I'm looking. Building inspection contract. I mean, hundred building official. Right, hundred twenty-four thousand. That's what they charge. Right? That was actual, but it's we're not even budgeted for that full amount. So where's that going to come from? 
If that that was the actual in 2021 was 124 and we're budgeting 70. Where's the 44 going to come from if we don't? I mean, page 123. Maybe we take one police car off. That's not a benefit to the residents, having it's a police not, force. It's not what? I said that's not a benefit to the residents, having a police force with reliable transportation. It's a replacement, it's not a... Yeah, because we're spending a fortune maintaining cars that have outlived their life. Just take the, take the car off. Councilmember Kinez, at 124 in 2021, that's the expense we paid for our building official. We're right. hoping that we're only going to be paying 70000 next year. Well, that, that, you have to, we had a lot of projects going on at that time. Plus, they were also doing code enforcement before we brought on a full-time code enforcement officer. So the other 50 is in a different budget? Or the, that no. difference? No, it just we knocked it down this year to seventy thousand instead of one hundred. Well, but that's my that's what I'm saying. What happens if it comes in at one twenty four and we've only budgeted for that and we're already pulling out of reserves for other things? This, we have to move money around. That's how what a budget amendment does. You take it from one place to another place. And then ARPA funds, where are those? Where do those end up? That's the funds we're using for the elevator. We're using those for the generator for the city hall so that we have, or the police department can run when we don't hit, when we lose power here, because right now none of the building runs at all. But wasn't there supposed to be another 200,000? It's in the budget. It's in the revenue section. Oh, yeah, I see it, but. Those are expenses that'll be balanced out by revenue on the revenue side. Okay. And did we include the house in the woods as a sale? I did include that in there. Is that what? And did you do it at one hundred and seventy-five? Is that a coincidence? That's what um, was talked about at the budget hearing when we had the budget hearings. That was what was talked about. Um, Council Member Kinez or. I'm sorry, Cantor said 150. That was just the number that he gave. Right, the price had to come down. Correct. Which it, we suspect that it would. Okay, then the $264,835 increase in the government services, is there anything that can be cut from that? Most of the stuff that's in there is very minimal. The 264, that's, um, I mean, that's because you have the two, um, the 200,000 for them. Right, but we've got that. Right, we get 400,000 in as revenue. We got the 200,000 200, in and we'll get 200,000 more after the fiscal year. We didn't get it over All right, well, here's another one in public safety vehicle maintenance expense. That's because last year we had um, 
a lot of used vehicles that they had to. Okay, so you're projecting. So last, well, they usually, their budget has always been around um, 37,000. Okay. This year it's at 62,000 that they're spending because they had an engine blow up in a car. They also had some other things happen to a car, but normally their budget is around 37,000 and that's what I budgeted for next year. And that's just for what you're talking about right now. Oil changes, yes. gas. Yep. That doesn't, if we're buying two new vehicles, they're still you still anticipate 37 and? No, it could be come down, but I hate to take it away right now. It could come down, but that would be a budget amendment that you would do later in the year. But you still have gas out of there and with the prices of gas right now. And have you added any grants in here? No, because we have not gotten any grants. I mean, you don't add grants in because it's a, most of the grants are matched, 50-50 match. So you have to come up with the match of a grant. And do we have some out? Have we written up some? No. Apply for any grants? Not this time. All right, well, I apologize. This is all new to me and I didn't get a tutorial on this. Well, just as, as, a, as a means of background, um, our, um, as I know, the 171,000 is uncomfortable. Very. Very. But just as, as a, a, you know, so historically, and again, our auditors can contest to this because they said it every single year, we were one of the very few communities in the state that was able to add to their fund balance year after year after year after year. And I'll, granted, through the through the recession, we were adding a very small amount, but that's better than yeah. going the other way. But the problem mm -hmm. is 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 twofold. One, you know, we had as COVID hit, we started to have a lot of expenses, um, and that's when we started taking money out of the, out of the fund balance. It was eventually it was going to hit us. And part of what part of the reason we talked about this a little bit during the budget hearing, when Pam talked about the Headley override, is is we as a city are strapped via revenue. Our revenue does not change right. because of Headley, because of Prop A, because of the unintended consequences of Prop A with the, with the real estate crash. It was never designed for, um, you know, it was always assumed that property values would go up. Our state shared revenue is is, is down um, and we can't build out. I mean, we can't make our, you know, we can't go to the building next door, one of these outdated buildings and say, we, you need to renovate that building so we can have a bigger tax base. That's something that they've got to do on their own. So this problem is actually only, only going to get worse um, because again, as Pam had indicated at our, at our budget session, you know, our, our millage rate is going to continue to fall. And we don't get more money, any more money than we got the previous year. Yes, there's a small adjustment for inflation, but over the last 10 years, and no, it's very small for, for inflation, but you know, there's a lot of things that we've had to do as a city, all cities have had to, because technology changes, there's things that we have to purchase for technology, there's you know, the police force, you know, there's there's technology to make them safer, um, you know, electric vests, body cams, things like that. I mean, there's more expenses. But our revenue stays flat, so it's it's right. it's uncomfortable. Yes. But it's you know it's way better than than what we had at the the nine hundred was it eight hundred almost nine hundred thousand um, dollars, you know that we had that when we had the initial draft. Um, 
And I remember at that point saying, you know, it needs to get down under a quarter million um, for me to me to uh, support it, which Pam did a good job of doing. But you know, we talk about not wanting to get rid of city services, but as you know, Kelly threw out it as an as an example. Um, you know, if we start bringing this down anymore, um, you know, we're going to start getting rid of city services like leaf pickup or, you know, whatever. Um, so it's uncomfortable. Yes. I mean, I'm uncomfortable with it too, but I don't know what else we can, we can cut and, you know, we'll have to, as a council, I mean, if, if we were to approve this budget, we're going to have to look at other ways for, for revenue, you know, talk about a heavy override. You know, uh, look at other ways. I mean, what one, you know, in November we'll have a cannabis vote. If that goes forward, that's going to be a way for additional revenue. Um, you know, I mean, there's there's not a lot of ways to there's not a lot of ways to get revenue. Well, has the city looked at insurance costs? We have very high insurance costs. Has there been a study done? On Three decreasing some of those costs. You as a council, Pearson Kelly, done a study of the benefits. I, think so. I don't know if you've looked at changing. No, it's been MML. We've been with MML for yeah. the for the um, insurances and that. And our um, our administrative staff is blue here now. Um, the police said a police the police department had with PPO, but there's this through their contract. So there's is a better a better plan than what we have. But we have a blue cross blue shield. We did look at our blue cross blue shield and we do pay 20% of our medical. We there was um where the city could pay for it all or the 20 and when um I'm not sure which manager it was, but they decided to make it an 80-20. So the staff pays 20% towards their health care. So it's been a, a co-pay rather than uh, any kind of a decrease in benefits. Oh, they're paying a pre they're paying 20% of the premium. I, I understand they yeah. said a copay. Well, yeah. our benefits, I mean, you can decrease some, but there's not much there to decrease because we we pay, you know, healthy um no, no, no. We pay um, you know, like for our hospital visits, we have out-of-pocket costs, we have all that stuff. We've looked into it all. And we even with our retirees health care, we went with an it's called an egg whip. And the it retires healthcare, where when they turn 65, they go on a whole new plan and it's Medicare. And then we are only doing their prescriptions. So we saved a lot of money by doing that. And I think we have two more um, retirees that will be going on it this year to reduce the. I, I mean, I guess the sad piece is there hasn't been a willingness to have real conversations or to supply information to some of us. And so. That's what happens when, when you're faced with that. Then you come to a situation like this and you don't have the information to be able to make these kinds of, of decisions. Well, that's just simply not true because we were here at, a, at the last budget meeting when we went line by line by line to see what we could do. And you were here and all of us were here and we could have had this conversation at that time. No one said a word. No one discussed it. I was no, about no, well, the, the information that could have been asked for at that meeting also, so we could have gotten to this point to uh, approve this budget. Nothing was said at that meeting for the budget. Nothing was said. Right. Uh, Mary Lou had her hand up for a while. She wants to say something. 
Hi there. I am Mary Lou Resnick, 18880 San Jose, Lather Village. I just want to let you know that I too have had ongoing conversations with residents, many residents. When I'm in town, I talk to them, they email me or they'll text me or they'll communicate with me through messenger. And they are very, very unhappy with what's going on. They're tired of hearing that it's all about the residents, but then there's no progress. So I think some of this stuff has to stop. The contempt for Bruce is palpable. And I've learned so much from what's going on from city council by going or attending meetings when I can. And I'm learning how the process is run. And I am still shocked that you're spending time with teaching how to run a meeting and how to participate instead of coming up with answers. So when you say that this is for the residents and you're speaking for the residents, I don't know who you're talking to, but you're not talking to the bulk of the people that live here. And I'm frustrated because I hear the same thing over and over, but no suggestions of how to remedy the situation. And now when it comes to something very basic, we're looking at shutting down city services on July 1st because of two holdouts that are very clearly not aware how city council works, how the meetings are run and very basic things. And I'm scared for our city. I have a lot of trust in the people that I voted for and I'm concerned. And I just wanna share that because I'm gonna keep trying to get people to watch these meetings because I think if more people watch them, they would be appalled at some of the conversations and the lack of communication skills that are going on. The contempt is palpable. So thank you for your time. I appreciate you that are working together. And Jalen, we don't get a chance to ever see each other, but I am so glad you're part of this because you have studied this. And I wish people that, I, I wish that they would listen to the wisest of all of you, not that Jalen is, but you know, he's fresh. He's fresh. Okay, that's all I have to say. Have a great day. Thank you. Is Thank there you. anyone else that I'm sorry? What did I say? I was just going to ask ask uh, Barb what 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 can we do to get you to? I mean, what what do you need to be able to vote yes on this on this budget? I needed questions answered. Which questions? The ones you answered. I needed to know oh. where the money is going to come from if we go over. Yeah. I needed to know if we are going to refund. You said you do put money back in the. We, you can ask all the staff here on January 1st, I tell everybody no more spending. You can ask every staff member here, no more spending on January 1st. And, and given sometimes given, they listen, sometimes they don't. And, and again, given, you know, the, the uncomfortable, uncomfortable nature of having to go into the, the fund balance, we still do have about a million dollar fund balance, which is relatively healthy given the, the, what's the percentage they look at? Do you remember? Given given the overall the overall budget, the percentage of the budget that's in in the, um, the general fund is still a healthy amount. 
Well, and I, like I said, I'm, I think this is what scares me as I look yeah. at this and then I think, okay, four more years, we double that. And where's the money going to come from? I mean, this is, this, I'm looking at historical expenditures. That one's not so bad, but. It's the administration. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this one. That's a different, that's, that's not, water isn't reflective of the general no. fund, it's a separate fund. Right, but it still is, issue. it's very scary. All right. I'm going to go back to my five FOIA requests. I know everyone makes a joke about that, but I was going to be charged $4,500 to get the information to allow me, Ms. Mayor, to make decisions like this, to know where our money is going, to know what these credit card charges are that just mm -hmm. say, May charges, June charges. I've asked for the breakdown of that. I haven't gotten that. I've asked for um, the backup for the credit card information um, so that I have in-depth information to be able to make decisions when we are facing a deficit like this. So to be able to make those kinds, that's how I operate. I don't care what MML training may teach me. I was on the school board for 14 years. We had a much larger budget than this. We had to make cuts every single year. Try to stay away, as far away from the classroom as we could, but we had to make cuts. So I know how to do this. I know how to read a budget. I just need information to know what makes, that, makes up that budget. And I have not received that information. So that's the issue. And as far as representing residents, I'm trying to represent residents who have not had a voice. Unlike the person who spoke, she does have a voice and people pay attention. And there's a group of residents that are listened to, but there's a very large group of residents that are not listened to or ignored or just taken for granted. So that's who I'm talking about when I'm talking about representing residents. So are we able to vote and in the administrative expenses is something that we'll have to work on, but I mean yes, ma'am. But it, it's come up to the um, microphone, please. Oh, yeah, because we can't hear they can't hear you um on Zoom. Um, my name is Pamela Perry, and this is my first city council. <laughs> And I am just like in shock. Um, immediately when the, the meeting started, I can see the tension with, with the council. Um, and I didn't. I came here actually to talk to the mayor <laughs> on something back in April. And I'm just so I don't even want to bring up my topic because of all of the tension with you guys. Um, I, I've never had a, a issue with, um, the phones not being answered, um, prior to COVID through COVID. I, I came up here and I've talked to Kelda. I talked to other people that were here. So I, I never, I haven't experienced that. As far as cutting city services, we can't do that. I mean, to cut lead pickup and any other services, you're going to have people selling their homes and moving out. They're already doing it. We can't afford to cut our services. That, we just can't do that. Um, 
the the triangles. I don't know what the triangles are. I, I keep hearing you guys mentioning three or four triangles. What are the triangles? One is at Wilshire, uh, that Blackstone, and um, it's the traffic triangles where streets come together and there's a landscape yeah. area in the middle. Oh. One on Red Red River. Okay, so I I really wish you guys can kind of get it together, and and, and I'm not attacking anyone. It's just if our council and our administration is falling apart, what do we have as residents? You know, um, it is just I'm actually kind of embarrassed. I really wish I wouldn't have came to this meeting. I wish I could have come to a meeting where. I didn't see all of this because I, my confidence level has just gone down. And I, I mean, I've been here for over 13 years. I love the city, but we have to do better. I mean, I voted, the council that's sitting up here, I voted for you guys, you know, and I'm not really having faith in what I'm seeing. And, and it shouldn't be like that. My husband has been trying to sell our home literally like two years after we got here. And I'm like, nope, I love Lakeville Village, don't want to leave, but I don't know now. You know, I, I just don't know. But I came here for, I'm the, the person that, was that for me? Yes, I'm sorry, yes. Oh, it was the three minutes. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. Okay, well, I'll go. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. There's still public comment at the end. No. Yeah, you, you can, can finish them. You can talk again. So, after all this explanation, can there be a motion on the um, budget? Yeah, I'll make another motion to adopt the fiscal year 2022-2023 budget. Is there a second. second? Thank you. It's been moved and second. Is there any additional conversation? Adopting it just as it is? Mm -hmm. Is there any additional conversation? Hearing none, roll call, please. Councilmember Kanez. I'm very uncomfortable doing this, but I'll approve it because I don't want our services to stop. But I do want all these, I want this looked at constantly. Councilmember Miller? No. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Mayor Pro Tim Cantor? Yes. Councilmember Jennings? Yes. Thank you. Moving to the fiscal year 2021-2022 um, budget amendments. Yes, Mayor and Council, we're getting towards our end of our fiscal year, which will be Thursday, um, June 30th. And at this time, we make budget amendments to um, correct any um, accounts that are over um, like with revenue, if we brought in more revenue than we had anticipated, we raised those, we cut any that we um, thought we would bring in more. Our expenditures, we um, moved money around to for any accounts that are over to the, any that are under. Um, this is everything, we do it twice a year. We do it in January and June to correct the budget for the rest of the year. 
I'm trying to get to the page of it. Um, but Is there any questions on budget amendments? That's the total of all funds. 755587 less in revenue than we expected. No, that... <laughs> That is our budget adjustment. We budgeted our original budget was twelve million nine, okay. and we're going twelve million one. Is what we're adjusting to. That's the adjustment of the budget. Any additional um, questions? I'm sorry. Can someone make a motion to accept the um, fiscal year 2021-2022 budget amendments? Motion to accept fiscal year 2021-2022 budget amendments. Second. It's been moved and second. Now, is there any discussion regarding budget amendments? Hearing none, roll call, please. Councilmember Miller. Um, no. Mayor Garrett. Yes. Mayor Potem Cantor. Yes. Councilmember Jennings. Yes. Councilmember Kinez. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Next, we have the Lather Village Southfield Toss Program Partnership. At our budget session on June 13th, we're going through the budget and discussing smart credits. Um, I brought up the email that um, I had sent to you all on May 5th. Uh, regarding a proposed partnership between the city of Laver Village and Southfield uh, as it relates to their transportation options or transportation and Southfield seniors program uh, and and specifically to transfer our accumulated uh, balance of municipal and community credits uh, which are set to expire on June 30th. Um, the transfer of these credits uh, and I would say well, let me just say the accrued balance currently is $35,127. Um, and our current our current fiscal year balance is $9,685 for a total of $44,812. Um, the transfer of these funds uh, to the city of Southfield would uh, allow the city of Southfield to expand their TOS program to provide transportation services to Lathrop Village seniors. Um, they are, the city of Southfield does provide this service in an extremely limited capacity right now. Um, and this would formalize, uh, formalize this program uh, and again, allow, uh, provide greater transportation services to our residents. Um, these municipal and community credits can only be used for transportation services to our residents. So if we don't use them, or transfer these funds by the end of this fiscal year, um, we will lose them. Um, it was, uh, there were concerns and comments brought up about, um, you know, ensuring that we track ridership of Lathrop Village uh, residents and uh, collect data to ensure that we truly are serving our residents. And um, this will be a pilot year for this program. Um, so we will be able to uh, to take this year to to 
to do just that and accumulate the data to make sure that this truly is a service that um, is of a benefit to the city. Um, the city of Southfield will be um, assuming affirmative action by council tonight. The city of Southfield will be taking formal action at their July 11th meeting to expand this program. And uh, SMART will be assisting uh, both communities in marketing and advertising of this program. Um, to our residents. So I am requesting uh, City Council authorize the transfer of these uh, of these credits, again, in the amount of $44,812 to the City of Southfield for the purpose of their TOS, expanding their TOS program. Thank you. Um, and just to say what TOS is, is the Transportation of Southfield Seniors Program. Um, so who would like to take, make a motion for that? Like the motion to approve the uh, Southfield Toss uh, program partnership between Lakeland Village and the city of Southfield. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion? Yes, I want to know what are the goals that you're trying to accomplish? What uh, evaluation criteria will be will you be using to see how this meets? And what kind of marketing and advertising is the city going to do to make sure that? All of our residents know that this program is available and something besides e-newsletters or whatever. But what what's the, what's the plan? This is a lot of money that we're turning over. What what's the plan? Uh, in terms of marketing and promotions, yes, it will be included in the e-newsletter. It will also be included in our upcoming print newsletters. Um, updates will be made available to the website. Um, I'd like to be able to put place it on our public access bulletin board. Uh, it, as I mentioned, SMART will be also, also be assisting us in marketing efforts, uh, and I will need to explore with them if perhaps we can partner on a direct mailer for our residents. Um, Southfield, as Southfield will be managing uh, the program overall, I mean, we have expressed to them that we would like them to track the ridership um, numbers in a more detailed way um, and share that information with us. Uh, I The goal is to improve transportation services for our seniors. So um, in my opinion, the uh, and any any increase uh, in transportation providing those services is, is a success. Well, you have um, to look at re realistic return on investment, and you know we're giving forty eight forty four thousand eight hundred twelve dollars, and maybe ten people use it. That's not really a great use of our money, and we have you have to know your audience. If we're talking about seniors who don't have transportation, they're probably not getting text messages or that was um, why I emailed. mentioned so, the non yes, I know you did mention it, but that should be. A, 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 a I'm aware of to, that. You know to make sure that we're communicating um, with with the target market that we're, that we're looking for. And that, that's also why we talked about at the last meeting that, you know, we can evaluate this at the end of the year. And if there are only 10 people, then we don't continue to send our annuals you know, smart credits that way to do something else with them. Well, right, but it's $44,800 right off the bat. Right. We're looking at, that would take about a third of our $171,000. We would not you be can't use that toward your for anything other than providing yeah, transportation services. And their credits. Uh, it, yes, though, and 
but we need the $35,000 is use it or lose it. And it can only be used on providing transportation services. The current fiscal year balance is $9,685. That is generally what our annual amount is. And again, that can only be used to provide transportation services. It could not be used or incorporated into the city's budget. Okay, well, so then why was it, why was, was the money just sitting there? Why wasn't it used to, to benefit our residents? We don't, I, I was working on this program with Dr. Cheryl Mitchell. Mm -hmm. um, we have been, we have been accumulating funds. I can't tell you why specifically these funds weren't used before, but in an effort to provide additional services to our residents, this was an avenue that I choose to pursue. So could we hire a, a driver to drive the van that sits there without being used? Could we use money to hire a driver to take seniors around? We would have to, I mean, we would have to have that plan in place today in order to utilize these accumulated credits. Okay. Well, maybe we should involve residents in decisions like this because people can come up with real creative ideas of, of things to do. So well, hopefully this doesn't happen again. Any other questions? No. I do have a question. Yes, Had we used that money in the past and what did we use it for? This is all brand new. Um, I know we used some of these funds to purchase uh, the van. Um, beyond that, I am not aware that was, uh, those are funds that we used to um, use those funds when we went on um, like baseball trips, things when Parks and Rec would do more programming to go to ball games, um, the Lions, Tigers, things like that. We would get um, big Greyhound buses and then we could use those funds for the Greyhound buses. We get um, reimbursed for those. And that was the transportation that we did. But the last couple of years, our Parks and Rec, well, even probably last three or four years, they really have not programmed to go to you know any of the games or take the big buses anywhere. So that's why the money is still so And how many years have we been collecting that? Uh, we got a little leeway through COVID, so we've been accumulating these for about three years. Oh, I meant prior to that, not that. Oh, like, is it's been a program we've been doing forever? Like 10 yeah. years? It's been a long time. So we're going to try it with Southfield one year. Is it a contract or how do... What are we? There will be a, a intergovernmental contract? agreement between intergovernmental. Okay. And this is something that we, uh, our office did previously, John, one with um, Milford Township, Highland Township, White Lake, uh, where they utilize their CDBG funds collectively to provide transportation services to disabled residents in those communities. So it's a pretty similar format. Will that be it for disabled residents as well or just seniors? I'm not sure. I haven't had any conversation with Southfield, but it, I mean, if that's something that we would like to include disabled residents or I'm sure um, that that is people that are otherwise unable. The program that we did in Milford was for people that um, weren't able to obtain a driver's license, whether through disability or, or other uh, reasons, and they were they were um, provided with transportation to and from employment, things of that nature through this program. So, oh, so it's the same program. Well, it was a well. 
similar funding source, different program. It didn't last, unfortunately. Uh, so it, it lasted a few years. It worked well while it did, but then everybody had different things they wanted to spend their money on. So what does TOS provide? What services do they provide? They will allow, they will pick up residents and drop them off at their doctor's appointments, grocery stores, whatever kind of appointments they may need. We don't know if they take disabled people or we don't know what the scope of the program is. I can't recall off the top of my head all the emails and information I've received from the city of Southfield regarding this program. One last question. Are they using our bus or they're going to have their own bus? They have their own buses, but that has been something um, that has been discussed, but not um, not not really agreed on or finalized or any way, but it was just, hey, yes, we have a bus um, that is available. Um, we did we did uh, have conversations about um, possibly uh, having a dedicated bus driver utilizing that bus, but that's not, um, again, that's not something that's been decided upon. I do believe that this is, that's something that can be uh, more specifically hammered out as we go through this agreement, the intergovernmental agreement with the city of Southfield to make sure that we have all of those uh, questions and details, details and information outlined. And so in the packet, it does say both seniors and disabled residents would greatly, will benefit greatly if this kind of service was made available as it would be in addition to services smart offer. So it is in the packet that what says, packet? It, pardon me? What packet? The packet that, that, you, that you're reading from? This packet? Yeah. It's on their website as well. It says TOS provides transportation. It's on page 163. Page 60 and up permanently physically challenged residents of any age who reside in Southfield or Lathes Village. Any other questions? Hearing none, roll call, please. Mayor Garrett. Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. Councilman Jennings. Yes. Councilmember Kinnaid. Yes. Councilmember Miller. No. Motion carried. Thank you. Next is the adoption for electric vehicle charging ordinance. Yes. Uh, Mayor and Council, uh, the city's planning commission has been. Uh, discussing the electric vehicle charging station and uh, considering an adoption of, uh, or yeah, the adoption of uh, electric vehicle charging ordinances is not something currently provided for in the city's zoning ordinance or general code. And um, they were interested in finding ways to support and encourage sustainability uh, throughout the community. Um, so, Back at their May meeting, um, they held a public uh, public hearing on uh, to adopt the electric vehicle charging station ordinance that was included in your packet. Um, this is a mechanism. This will allow a mechanism for um, interested uh, property owners to install those vehicle charging stations um, in the commercial district. So uh, this is not uh, this does not require. Uh, that property owners uh, install these, but it, it again allows them the option to install them uh, should they be interested. So 
um, and it provides them with the uh, the guidance and standards um, that they would need to do so. Um, we have a motion for uh, adopting the electric vehicle charging ordinance. Uh, motion to adopt the electrical vehicle. Is there a second? Mm -hmm. Vehicle second. charging ordinance. <laughs> I couldn't see that. Oh, sorry. It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion? So I was curious about the enforcement through through code. Would would they be able to permit like tickets? Because I'm looking at the maintenance, right? If they're not um they're not functioning and say they just never come back to to fix the EV charging station, right? How can we what what can we, you know, do to Yes, I mean, we, we could issue them a citation under okay. the zoning ordinance as we would with many other violation of the zoning ordinance. Um, do you, as you see in, in that ordinance, uh, that those spaces, any spaces not um, in working order uh, goes against your go against your required parking, which right. is another violation. Yeah, if they don't, if they fail to meet the re minimum required number of parking, then that that counts against their certificate. Certificate of occupancy and/or their special land use approval if they're operating under uh, special land use approval. So that's something that potentially the city could show cause that property owner. Again, not that this is a deterrent for people putting in right, EV right. charging stations. It provides standards um, and um, location um, thresholds for for these in in developments that may wish to put them in at some point potentially in the future as technology evolves and um, whether or not electric cars are here to stay or something else comes along with this obviously may become a, a requirement uh, of a new development. But this is, a, as Susie indicated, a very, a very proactive forward-thinking ordinance that uh, lets developers know that, you know, Lather Village is looking not only at the present, but looking to the future and implementing standards um, so that uh, these these property owners have an idea and understanding of what what the expectations are they can um, put something in that's going to be not only be safe but functional for for their customers and for potentially their residents sure. and that is one thing that we did talk about the planning commission is whether or not to, to acquire it for future developments at least the infrastructure uh, to support it but we did not include that in probably a little early for that yeah, yeah but exactly that's why we didn't include it but we did talk about it and i, I believe even the Memo in here suggested from the planner suggested it, but we didn't we didn't put it. In. So how would we be able to? So who would encourage uh, new development to, you know, put EV in there if we're not making it a requirement? Like, would that be the market right now? Yeah, <laughs> the market right now. But the, I mean, I I meet with every yeah mm -hmm. potential commercial developer. Mm -hmm. Um, or someone you know looking to redo their site. So I mean, this would certainly be something that um, that I would bring up to them. Um, it would not surprise me uh, if it was something that the planning commission uh, brings up to them. Uh, and of course, the site plan review. Uh, they're very, they are a very proactive, thoughtful uh, group of gentlemen at this point. Um, so I, I think. It would not surprise me if, if they were brought up in that in that scenario as well. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm.
any additional questions or concerns or discussion? Hearing none. Brokaw, please. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Council Member Jennings? Yes. Council Member Kinez? Yes. Council Member Miller? Yes. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Next, we have the appointment of Sakwa representative and alternate. I guess so. Uh, annually, I am, as a member of Sakwa, city council is required to appoint uh, a representative and an alternate to attend and uh, participate in Stockwell meetings. Uh, I know we, we did do this in December and that was to fulfill um, those appointments uh, being vacated by Dr. Mitchell. So um, this is the annual appointment for the upcoming fiscal year. So um, I made a recommendation and I obviously did a mistake because I didn't not mean for Mayor Pro Tem, you know, both of them at all. So my recommendation would be to have um, Barb Kinez as a representative and Susie Steck as the alternate to Sakwa. To Sakwa? Sakwa. Why am I now being considered? I think Karen was for the last six months. And there's been no conversation with me about this to the folks who want us to work together. We had no conversation. So yeah, I'm confused on that one too. So why are we not? I mean, we were just doing them and I want to make sure I understand. We were just doing it before. It seemed like we just appointed. So um we just appointed council to fill the vacancy. Originally, uh Dr. Mitchell was the representative for SACWA and SACRA, and I was the alternate to both of those boards. Uh, with her departure, we needed to appoint new voting members um, to fulfill those her vacancies. So and we're doing it now again because for the and that was that was to finish oh, okay. out this current uh, gotcha. It, thank you. So, so and then the and then um Karen was SACWA. Correct. Karen so I'll redo it again and and say recommend Karen Miller as representative Susie Steckett as this alternative. I was just saying though at the time though didn't we talk about doing that as an, as an interim until we had a new city administrator? Like it's still going to be an interim. It's still going to be. A, no it's, we didn't. That was the night we made all the appointments to all of the different. It was still that I recall that we were still doing it as until the city manager was in place because it normally would be a city manager and a staff person. Typically, that's how, that's how most of the appointments are for both Stockwa and Sakura. There are um, a, a couple communities that have their elected officials serving on those boards, but for the most part, it is. I mean, and this is only my, it's just a recommendation to keep Karen Miller as the representative and Susie Steck as alternate. The council can decide on how you want to do that. If you want it to be interim until the city manager is in place. Or do you just want to keep it the way that it is? Totally up to the council. I just made the recommendation. I think um, if I think if you would like to have an incoming city administrator here, you have to redo your appointment. Right. Understand. Just to clarify. 
I'm fine with it. Karen. So it's just by interim? And that's what the discussion Well, we can revisit it at any time if we think it makes sense for the city administrator, but Okay. Who wants to make the motion? Um, motion to uh, adopt the attached resolution to and appoint uh, Karen Miller as the representative and Susie Steck as the alternate to SACWA and authorize city staff to notify SACWA. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any additional conversation? Hearing none, roll call, please. Councilmember Jennings? Yes. Councilmember Kinez? Yes. Councilmember Miller? Yes. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Motion carries. Thank you. Next one is to Sakura. And this will be replacing it for um, Rami as the uh, alternate. Correct. I am currently. All right. Um. Go ahead. Or do we need to make a motion? Well, we have to make a motion, but um, what do we need to talk about? I think that we need to um, talk it through. Okay. Um, yeah, because my it, the the recommendation was for Bruce, and it's just rethinking just to have some uh, just so everybody is doing something um, on you know different committees. So I I will take back Bruce from being the alternate and, and have, recommend Susie as a representative and Barb Kinez as the alternate. I'll make a motion. Make a motion to have Susie as a representative and Barb Kinez as the alternate. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any additional um, discussion? Hearing none, roll call please. Councilmember Kinez? Yes. Councilmember Miller? Yes. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Councilmember Jennings? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Next, we are going to, which was added to the agenda for item G, we have the city administrator. Um, because I just wrote down city administrator, right? <laughs> we were talking about contract. Contract. Okay. So based on the discussions during tonight's study session, uh, the recommended motion would be to present the administrator contract as discussed and revised during this evening's study session to Sue Montenegro for consideration and approval. We have a motion. Do we need to list out the individual items or is it as... as... Uh, you can identify the, uh, if you'd like to highlight uh, pay and benefits or... I was just asking, I'm fine, I'm fine. I just wanted to make sure we're doing it right. I mean, it's been discussed. It was yeah. uh, well part of the... So, but we just, we discussed that in, um, in study sessions. So what we were talking about now was the uh, severance, which was three months, four months, and, and going up from there. The other thing was the uh, the vesting, which vesting is we're putting it in there, but we still need to know what the what the cost is. So we've agreed to a seventy five twenty five uh, split twenty five hundred dollar one time. I mean one time is the max that we'll go to for twenty. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, not to exceed a thousand dollar annually. The yes. fee should, should the amount exceed a thousand dollar annually or twenty five hundred dollar one time initiation fee, there's going to be a twenty five seventy five percent cost sharing. Right, and then the last one was um, the health care is negotiable, and I'll say if your husband loses your loses his health care, opposed to what this one is saying. <laughs> Jalen shared any additional information with us. Right. I have no, I have no, no information. Now you know what they know if you want. So, making, did we do the motion? Did we do the motion? And we second it. We didn't second it. No. Oh, second it. No, I'm sorry. You didn't. Yeah, no. You didn't make the motion. I didn't make the motion. I didn't think anybody made the motion. No, we didn't. We need a motion. Motion to approve Sue Montenegro's contract for city administrator with the, the changes that we made at study session. It's been second twice. So um, is there any further discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Councilmember Miller. Yes. Mayor Garrett. Yes. Mayor Potem Cantor. Yes. Councilmember Jennings. Yes. Councilmember Kanez. Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Next is the Michigan Home Owner Assistance Fund from Michigan State um, Housing Development Authority this year. People. Yes, Mayor and Council. The um, today I was given a form for the Michigan Homeowners Associate uh, Assistance Fund for the Michigan State Housing Development Authority, and it's an agreement with the City of Laker Village and the um, Michigan Homeowners. Um, the Michigan State Housing Development Authority. And what this is, is this is um, been a fund that was federal, federally created uh, program to help um, low-income uh, residents that have had problems during the corona, coronavirus pandemic to provide funding for eligible entities that um, like delinquencies, defaults, foreclosures, loss of utilities or home emergency services. And we are looking to have this approved for the city of Lathrop Village for their utility bills. And then they would have, um, we would get a number, they would call us, we would give them the number and then they would have to fill out all the paperwork with the state of Michigan to apply for it. Thank you. Who would like to make a motion to adopt? Motion to approve Michigan or adopt the Michigan Homeowner Assistance Fund through Michigan State Housing Development Authority uh, Provider Participation Agreement. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any uh, discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Mayor Garrett. Yes. Mayor Pro Tim Cantor. Yes. Councilmember Jennings. Yes. Councilmember Kinez. Yes. Councilmember Miller. Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. The next step was, I, I'm going to flip it because I don't have anything to introduce unless you just want to do something. I'm going to do the uh, 19, 19400. Is that the right address? House in the Woods. Six. I was 200 off. Your turn. So it's been recommended um, currently that the listing price is 195000 is recommended that we lower it to 150000 dollars um i guess i just said what we needed to say we can make a motion <laughs> make a motion on it right and also to uh, i believe extend the contract so we would need the contract first okay. right right um 
Yeah, that's what we we said earlier. Oh, I'm sorry. That we would uh, agree to reducing the price, and that he would provide an updated agreement, and we would take that up at the next. That's meeting. what I thought. Yeah, okay. yeah. So we'll do that. Which go ahead. Well, I, I guess I have the only question I have there is: is can we move to extend the contract, the existing contract, for another month? Yes. So that as long as is yeah, John's okay with that, that, because that way he doesn't have to be. Yeah. You know, uncontracted for the interim. Yeah, same condition. So probably, his contract probably is open ended, right? Month yeah. to month after. Well, it's, it's not really open ended. I mean, it has to be extended or not extended. Let's put it that way. We, we could extend it for however long you want to extend it for uh, a month, three months, up to a year, or whatever you want to do. I'll, I'll make a motion to. Um, uh, lower the house in the woods uh, asking price from 190,000 to 150,000, along with extending the uh, contracts with John Rood uh, until the July 25th council meeting, at which point that can be uh, revisited more formally. And then um, also to request that uh, uh, DPW do some, some uh, Grass cutting and, and improvements uh, that were discussed at the as much as they can possibly do. Um, that was discussed at the uh, study session. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any additional discussion? Any discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Councilmember Jennings? Yes. Councilmember Kinez? Yes. Councilmember Miller? Yes. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Now you have, uh, you're welcome, um, SPF, I mean, Southfield Public Schools. Yeah, so I just added that just, you know, one, you know, we had the public comment at the prior uh, study session, but then I know also the, the mayor and I have, have heard uh, various things about uh, um, what's going on at Southfield Public Schools, and we have not heard anything, so uh, at all, I guess I'll let you take it from that. So it's been brought to my attention that there was a, um, a a uh, vacancy on the South Oak School Board, and um, for whatever reason, and it was open for appointments. And unfortunately, we didn't. I didn't know about it. We didn't know about it until after the fact, because that would have been an opportunity to have a Lathrop Village resident to be appointed to that. Um, in addition, we um, or I was told that there was a. Uh, there was a grumblings one about there's a millage that's going to be coming and the fact is that they are um, considering closing another school. And I think that's a survey. And that was from a survey. So it was a millage is coming, a school closures, the board vacancy. Um, and so I just, I am curious if, if you know, uh, Councilwoman Miller, if you can shed some more light on the What's going on with that? No, I was in, sat on the focus group, which is uh, they brought together various members, staff, students, members of the community. I was there with the school board and they asked us questions about uh, right sizing the school district and how did people feel about closing schools, about community schools, about all the programs that they might be able to offer. Um, and that was it. There was no information given out about specific schools being closed. They have made no decisions. I recommended that they 
if they are going to close any schools, that they be upfront with people from the very beginning. Um, but they there has been nothing else that has come after the focus group. And you didn't know anything about the board member um, quitting? No, I saw something on Facebook. No one contacted me about anything, no. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think somebody would contact you. I was just saying because you're saying that you're the liaison. It would just be a good idea that our, as a residents would have been a good idea for them to be able to uh, apply for that too because we don't have any representation. Yes, as... we do. Ashanti Bland is a school board president and she lives in Lather Village. Oh, okay. So, All right, relax. That's been something we almost always have representatives on the school board. Okay, but well, it still could have been. I mean, it was just the fact that I was just wondering. It was a if very you, short you, turnaround period. And, so you didn't know about it? I, I said I saw something oh. on Facebook that was due. Okay. I think Amani, Amani posted something on Facebook that there was an opening. I tried to find who was leaving, and that information was not out there. There was a, a short few day period to apply. And, and you know what you know what's going on with the uh, student liaison coming to our meetings you mean yeah no i i actually would not recommend that for the poor students but no i don't and as i said earlier the contact at mcintyre was retired so um i don't believe that they have actually hired another principal yet And are we having an, another meeting before um, the end of the year or you have it planned for when they get back into school? Yeah, we can't do anything at this point. Well, I, I get that. I was just wondering if you had something that's already planned well, for well, us. Well, because I'm not sure what's going to happen. If they're going to, if they're going to go ahead with a millage request, I'm not sure. So I'm... And is there going to be, because I just want to know if there's going to be an opportunity for the residents to open up a town hall or something for the residents to have a discussion about the millage that, that. Oh, I'm sure there, there will be. Yeah, we'll make sure that's right. Well, it, it, again, it's interesting. I'm not sure what the, um, what the expectations are for this position because I didn't really see much from the previous person, at least not publicly, you know, to the residents, I wasn't aware of what the expectations were. So if there's something written down about what's well, expected I, from this. It position, is not where anything is written down. Mm -hmm. I guess it was all things about public schools that you would kind of, uh, or the person in that position would bring it back. And I, I just assumed that being in that position, um, that you would let us know, especially the residents know that there was a vacancy right. um, and that there's a millage that's coming and that there is a possible, um, a possibility of a school closure that could possibly affect our residents. Well, I've spent most of my time trying to get information on what's happening in the city as opposed to the that school would be, district. That would be affecting the city. That that definitely would affect the city with the millage to our to our you're, folks. You're missing my point, because I didn't my catch it at all. Not been, my focus has not been the Southfield School District. Okay. City administrators, thank you. City attorney, nothing for me this evening. Thank you. Boards, commissions, committees, planning Southfield, and we like recreational advisory committee. Um, I did go to Simcock this past week. I wasn't able to stay the entire time. I had a previous engagement 
but I was able to sit in on the elections uh, for our regional review committee and transportation coordinating council. Uh, so the regional review committee, uh, they basically disseminate the tap, the tap funds. So uh, I did vote and I did make connections with the new tap members. So hopefully if we ever need to use those tap funds, we can have good contacts and reach out to them and see if we could be possibly considered for tap funding. Uh, and that's all I have for SIM card Thank today. You. Thank you. Um, is there any unfinished or new business that need to be discussed? Nope. Okay, public comment. You have three minutes. Come on. I'm Nancy Burkhan. I just I, I sort of have a comment question. Um, out walking the park at Serac, the Seracwood Park, it's a playground park. I am just wondering, they have, I believe it's three garbage cans and no one's collecting the garbage. Um, Jim Buzinski and Nancy have been doing it about once a week because there's lots of dog poo poo and other things. And it's just dirty and stinky. And my thought is if no one's collecting it, maybe you could just remove the garbage cans. It just seems kind of silly to have them and then to not have anyone. I don't know, is it not our garbage? Our, are, are they, is that their job? Whose job is that? I would say yes. Go by there and pick it up. Okay. That's kind of a problem. Okay, great. Usually, we, if we have summer um, interns, um, we're probably they would have a dog. They would have to be their job. Hey, at least well, they're picking up the dog poop. That's a good thing. I know, but you know, Jim and Nancy are wonderful and they're good servants in the community, but I just felt kind of bad that they've been kind of doing it. Um, and I, I wanted to make a comment. I know you're going to clear around uh, the house in the woods. I had my dog, my grand dog this past weekend walking and the overgrowth onto the street is so bad I know it's not a big, heavy traffic area. It's not like cars are, but I felt really unsafe as I was rounding the corner because it's pushing me so out, so far out in the street. So just like letting you know too that as someone who walks around it, it's really nice. And is it Sue or Susan? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to call you Susan because that's how I was first introduced. I met you with me, great. And I know we've had lots of tension tonight, but I'm really glad you're on board. And <laughs> I'm, I think you're ready for the challenge. And I, based on the great, I think you're ready to kind of bring this group together and then all of us. So, welcome. For, for DPS, you know, um, if they can just get on the schedule like every Monday along with Tringali, so it's just, you know, because what they could do is just bag it up and put it on the side, and Tringali can pick it up. If you do that for all parks, actually, hopefully not while blocking the road. For all parks, <laughs> and just put it on the side so they can pick it up. That'd be great. Anyone else? I do see. Is there someone else in the audience? Did you um, experiment? Did you want? Okay. Well, enough. And then Mary, what are we doing? The the original reason why I came is because April of April fourteenth, twenty twenty two. I sent an email out to Barbara Bruce, Derek, Jean, and Miller. 
about, it was actually a thank you email about the cleanup off of uh, Santa Barbara and 696 Service Drive. Mm -hmm. But from other residents, there's been so much backlash about the cleanup with all of the, the wooded area. So I had um, my neighbors who every day after work, they came, they chopped wood. This area has been overgrown for, since I've been here but it just got progressively worse. So I put it in an email, no one ever replied to me. I, I didn't get a response, uh, anything. And I, I felt ignored by that. Um, so I wanted to come face to face to talk to you guys about it. Rami, I, I flagged him down every time I saw him. If I was at home and he rolled past, I flagged him down. Finally got it cut down, but it still looks bad, but it's better. So I, I'm not on Facebook, but I heard uh, villagers were complaining on Facebook about it looking really bad. But my driveway is right across the street from that woods, that wooded area. I have, I made a police report in 2019 because uh, they were fixing the streets and someone used the bath. They, they had tissue in the wooded area and they would go and use the bathroom. I took a picture. I made a police report. Nothing still was done. Um, people park their cars over there. I've seen females get out of a car, get into another car, and it just stays there half of the night. And so I have a, a grandson, seven years old, and it's kind of scary. It, it became a safety issue. And I, I thank you guys for cleaning it up, but now my question is, what's going to be done to kind of beautify it? You know, like to make it look better, plant some trees at wherever that. Well, that was the right by the fence. That was the problem originally. The the weeds, it, it was just never groomed. You know, and and like the young lady said, well, the house in the woods. Not <laughs> your best friend. The house yeah. in the woods is like the weeds are growing back, and they're growing into the street. I mean, if you guys ride over there, you, you see how it looks. But I'm glad it's better. You know, I just, uh, uh, the tree guy for VTE was out and I took a picture of him. He went on the side of his truck and peed right there for all they like. I mean, this happens all the time. I know that's my time, but this is what I actually came here for. So I, I guess I, I felt ignored. I felt like, Wow, it doesn't matter that I sent this email out and I didn't get a response. But being here tonight, I kind of understand why. Um, well, I'm not pointing fingers. No, I'm saying I, the policy. We were on the email too. But I know, but the policy is we're not supposed. You heard tonight, we're not supposed to respond. So I and I, I, I will fall on the sword, and I'm so sorry that I did not respond. I see your email, and you know what? It was a statement, and I took it as a statement more than a question. You know, and I apologize right. personally. And I, yes, I. It's my fault. I'm sorry. Well, no, I'm, I'm really, not, really I'm sorry. Not blaming anymore. I, I'm not here to point fingers. I know I, you're not. I, I know you're not. together. I'm not here to point fingers. It's all good. I mean, I one thing I will make sure of is that we'll get um when scott comes back i'll talk to him about it because i do uh, i know exactly what you're talking about because i pass it you know every single day yeah, and it's just but, you know i see strange things here you know i i, I see strange things so i'm not trying to figure i'm not trying to blame anybody okay i the city you know, used to change it alone that's all i want okay. 
Thank you very much. I appreciate okay. it bringing it to our attention, though. Thanks, uh, and I do, I mean, sincerely, I am very sorry that I did not respond. I, I accept that. Thank you. Yeah. I, I do. I apologize. So I accept that. Thank you. You're welcome. Is there anyone else that would like to speak? You want to put Mary Lou on? Hi. And I just wanted to let you know that I'm grateful for the opportunity to volunteer my services to take the bus and use it for transport if we need to be, a, you know, be doing that to stay part of a program. Um, I used to drive when the movie sets or the movies were being filmed in Detroit area. So I had, you know, license to do that. I had the um, good fortune to be able to use it to take a couple of people out for dinner when the seniors or not seniors, but when the group of people were going out to dinner. So I talked briefly with Susie about it. And if that's um, a situation where I could still do my job and volunteer to do that too, I would be happy to do that. Thank you. Okay, thanks. Anyone else? All right, um, Mayor and Council comments. Um, again, we are looking for the Southfield Lathrop, uh, the, the Southfield Lathrop Optimist Club is looking for a representative from um, Council or from one of our boards. Just um, either let me know or show um, Tim's and that's all that I have for today. I have to go to an event for them tomorrow so i'll see i'll fill out the room and see if i want to be here right <laughs> yes, no. uh, i just want to comment about santa barbara and 11 mile the city did use to maintain that at least so that really around the corner so there was a large area that was maintained by the city and then i don't know what happened to that and you can see now that whole section is growing back so uh, that used to be the city's responsibility. I don't know if it's the residents' responsibility. Well, because I I visited over 13 years, and before I moved in and I was riding around looking, that area was just overwhelming. It, it, it was bad, right? So I, I don't know when they were maintaining it. Like at one point, it, it got you couldn't even see around the stop sign. I mean, I know what you're talking about. It was awful. And so, but it had not been like that for all the other years that, you know, I had lived here. So probably for the 16 before that, it was maintained by the city and it was far enough back. So it wasn't that overgrown mess that we had that is again, now coming back. So. Well, it was cut down. No, no, I know. But I'm saying, I see so there's the a large section. They really beautified that corner. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yes. And yes. Well, you guys then have an email. So you can look in the, in the email because when there was a car parked up there at my neighbor's fence, and I called the police, the police told me that that was a city property and it was okay for that car to be there. But the city told my neighbors they were responsible to clean that area up. So whose property is it? You know. Um, it appears to be city-owned right away, but that would mean that it's the responsibility of the adjacent property owner to maintain that. So that that triangle is is all of that that parcel right there. Large section. And 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 
the relatives, they did, they cut bushes and weeds down almost to the end of the fence. Now, I think that part belongs to the city. Again, it, it appears as if just based off Oakland County's records uh, that I was able to pull up here, it would, and I'd have to go back and verify this, but it, it does appear that at some point that roadway was vacated, or at least the end of that roadway was vacated right here. Um, Rainbow Drive, that doesn't come through. It's Santa Barbara and 11. No, Santa Barbara and Santa Barbara and 11. Yeah, but at Santa Barbara and 11, I'll, this Rainbow Drive, dead ends oh yeah Anyone right here yep and so the condos have one half of that roadway the undeveloped portion so i would suspect that the other half is this property owners and that would mean this entire corner is their responsibility all the way to 11 now yeah. right because the city comes out every friday well, I, i'm saying every friday um the lawn service comes out and they actually cut that area, but there's so many weeds and uh, tree stumps left, they can't get more of the area. So yeah, they, they might do it, but I think, I mean, technically, like I said, technically that looks like it, and then we'd have to look into it, but technically it looks like it might be that. So we don't cut the service line either. And we're on the other side of the street. Yeah, I'm sorry. And, and we don't, we don't cut to a certain point. Where the point. And we have to cut behind it. So I can't believe that there's no small Our city attorney is going to um, look into it and get and find out who is actually responsible for it. Something. The only comment I have is with regard to that, I know the chief had said that he was responsible for code enforcement. He had said at the time we were discussing that, that they will be putting grass in now. Oh. Okay. He said after they ground out the stumps, they would right. throw down yes. some seed, but I don't know who's grinding out the stumps. Well, there was a company that came over here that was yeah, not in the woods. Yeah. Oh, we didn't pay them. We paid Dave's tree service something for stump grinding. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 yeah, $10,000. Oh. Yeah. Oh, twenty. Okay. Oh, yeah. Major. Okay. But we'll um hopefully have that by the next meeting. There um any other comments, council comments? Hearing none, I will um entertain or I will accept a motion to adjourn. Adjourn. I need it to be second. I'll second. Thank you.